Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. I'm not ready, you know, and it wouldn't be fair, it's selfish of me to keep a baby that I can't take care of. This is my first child. All I could think about was needing to save my son. And maybe this will be an opportunity for you to change your life, get off the street and turn your life around and help somebody else in the process. I'm Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the co-founder of Building Arizona Families, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the developer of the You Before Me campaign. I have been in the adoption field for 15 years. I have um, both personal and professional experience in adoption. I was adopted myself, and I also have been a social worker my entire career. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development, and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I've been looking forward to this one, honestly. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Might be controversial, but we're going to broach the subject. We're going to go there. Yeah, we're doing it. We're going to go there. I will tell you up front, I have never lost an abortion debate. Ever. 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 Not with anybody. Never. And you've been on TV about this. I have this. been on TV. Okay. I have been on TV. And you can actually go to our campaign's website, which we will give you at the end of this podcast, and you can see it. Okay. As I was stating, I have never lost an abortion debate. And part of that is because I was born seven days prior to Roe v. Wade becoming legal. And it's made such a difference in your life of I'm here. obviously <laughs> yeah. not being aborted, for instance, right. but also being adopted and knowing what that means I to do. a human life. Absolutely. Right. I don't know whether or not my mother would have chosen abortion as the route to go. Again, she didn't know that she was pregnant with me until three weeks before, but I, I think maybe that may have been a little bit of denial and not sure. I mean, she was 15 when she um, became pregnant right? and had just turned 16 when she had me. And that's a little bit of a funny story, actually, that I will share in another podcast. Okay. I can't wait. Yes. All right. So the You Before Me campaign was developed because Busy Phillips had come up with a campaign called You Know Me. This campaign was to let women know that one out of four women, by the time they turned 45, have had an abortion. I couldn't believe the numbers. Right. One in four women. And so what she was doing, the goal of the campaign was to let women know, hey, you're not alone. You know me. I've had one. And I thought, well, wait a minute. I haven't had one. I've known people that have had one. But it's not something that people normally celebrate or it's not something that they look at and they say, hey, I had a cheeseburger today. You know me. Right, right. And so I thought we're desensitizing people to what abortion really is. And we're not sensitizing people to what adoption is and who's the real hero here. It's the birth mothers who are making that choice, who are making that sacrifice, who are living what other people are choosing not to. They're taking the nine months and they're going through 
all of the weight gain and the hormone changes and they're feeling the baby kick inside and they're going through labor and delivery and they're making this unbelievable choice where we've got another person out there who's rallying people to say, hey, you know me, this is what I did. I did the quick and easy fix. Right. And it's not quick and it's not easy. And many people who have had an abortion will say, there are long-term life consequences of it. Absolutely. Know. Lasting impacts that just don't go away when the baby no. goes away. Right. You know, in the future, I want to have some guests on here that I know personally that have had an abortion. I There's a woman who I spoke with, and she had one about uh, almost 30 years ago. And she said it's still something she thinks about every day. She said it's, she looks at her two sons and she thinks, is one missing? Should I have done something differently? Would they still be here if I hadn't had an abortion? And so there's so many questions that are left unanswered. And I've actually gone through that myself. Um, my first wife uh, had two ad- abortions. Uh, one of them was with my potential child. And I do. I, I look at my own son and I think you could have had a brother or sister had it not been for a poor choice when I was young and stupid. Well, I don't know if it's being young and stupid or just being young and maybe not as knowledgeable. Yeah. Maybe. And scared. And, right. You know, so. Absolutely. And I think that if you had had more information, which it was not readily available. No, absolutely not. I, you know, I mean, I'd obvious everybody's heard of adoption, but it doesn't have the press agents that no. the abortion option or seems the money, to have. Or the money funding the publicity. Right. Certainly. Especially back then. And even today, we have spoken with couple after couple who said, I didn't even know where to find you guys. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know where to start. And so campaigns like the You Know Me need to be combated with You Before Me. Because in the You Before Me campaign, a mother is putting her baby before herself. And she's recognizing that this is a child. And it's not just our agency or, you know, people here and there or the the pro-life movement. It's now becoming huge. We see it in the news every day, the states that are signing the heartbeat laws, um, which I think are incredible because it's bringing more attention to what adoption is, what parenting can look like for people who are struggling and what abortion really is. And I think a lot of those facts are unknown. And that's why I went to Georgia and I went on the TV show uh, was to talk about the You Before Me campaign. So some of the information that I want to convey that... I have not only uh, instructed our staff, um, all of our adoption workers, but I try to educate everybody that I come into contact with that has questions about abortion. And I think that, that with some facts, you can really see why people who were so vested in anti-abortion conversations and debates is because they have the information. And if you don't have the information, then how can you understand really what's happening? Right? Absolutely. So what do you got for us? All right. So depending on your personal beliefs, some people believe that it is a baby at conception. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people, just to put it out there. I believe it's a baby at conception. The heartbeat law states that it is a viable baby when the heart starts beating, which happens anywhere between, they say, five to six weeks, six to seven weeks. So in the five to seven week range. Okay. That happens actually 18 days after the sperm meets the egg. 18 wow. days. That soon. That soon. That soon. Less By, than three weeks. Less than, yes. Two weeks and four days. Crazy, right? Crazy, yeah. crazy early. 
at seven weeks and three days, spontaneous movement begins. So the baby starts to hiccup, frown, squint. The baby can move his or her arms or legs. Mm. By eight weeks, all of the organs can fully function. And it's now a small-scale baby. And this is at eight weeks. Wow. We're still in the first trimester. Right. Uh, more than likely, if you're pregnant, you're not showing at that point. If you are, uh, if you've had children before, you may have a little pooch starting out because your body remembers. At eight and a half weeks, your unborn baby has fingerprints. 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 Wow. Yes. So it is actually what we often consider an individual because yes. no two people have the same fingerprints. Right. Yes. Your baby has fingerprints. At nine weeks, um, thumb sucking can occur. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's, yeah, we're talking about These facts blow you away when you actually Absolutely. look at I have them. Chills. And think I literally of have chills talking to how you. How mm-hmm. short a period nine weeks is. Right. And- at 10 weeks, the unborn baby's body is sensitive to touch. And so, like I said, he has uh, fingerprints, fingernails, eyelids. At 10 weeks, the baby can feel pain. That's a hard one right there That's to a think hard about. One. Yeah. At 11 weeks, uh, the baby practices breathing. Um, smiles are evident. There's facial expressions. At 12 weeks, the baby can officially smile. And you can visibly see the sex at 12 weeks. Now, that's not always a hundred percent accurate. Certainly. Absolutely. Certainly. But um, the baby at 12 weeks is about three inches long and weighs approximately two ounces. We're talking about a human being. And that is where we go into the next um, aspect. Well, oh. No, yes. Oh, okay. and tra- yeah, yeah, both. Okay. I was going to go to the next <laughs> aspect of this and yes, the next trimester. Um, so when people are talking about first trimester abortions, mm-hmm. they're talking about... A baby that we just described. Right. Fingerprints, feels pain, can yeah. smile. Can suck his thumb. Can suck his thumb. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when people are talking about abortion, they often use the term fetus. A fetus in Latin means little one. I, I had read that and I was like, that is, I don't know. It made me smile. Yeah. It's darling, know? right? Yeah. Unfortunately, because it is used in medical jargon, mm-hmm. it has become a way to distance yourself. Right. It doesn't sound human. No, it doesn't. Start saying little one every time yeah. you think fetus now. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go have an abortion with a little one. Yeah. I'm going I'm to abort a little one. Like it's, right. it's not, whereas if you say fetus rather than baby, it doesn't right. make it real. It's a medical term right. to us. Right. Yeah, okay. But when you think about what fetus really is, meaning little one, it it does change your perspective and Mm -hmm. it does hurt more. So when you have time and you go to our campaign page, there's so much you can do. You can donate. You can share the link. We're on all social media. All the tags are on our website. You can link us. You can let people know we're not here to judge. If you've had an abortion, you know better for next time. Yeah. And moving forward, right? Absolutely. And if you have a friend that is contemplating abortion, adoption, what do I do? Talk to her. Show her the website. Educating people mm-hmm. is the best way to make sure that people understand what's really happening and how they can save lives. According to the CDC's report, in 2015, there were 188 abortions for every 1,000 live births in the United States. For that same year, 638,169 reported abortions were performed. 
By contrast, the CDC reports that less than 1% of U.S. women ages 18 to 44 have adopted a child. The National Council for Adoption's 2017 report states that approximately 18,000 U.S. infants are adopted each year. Think about that. Over 638,000 abortions compared to only 18,000 newborn adoptions. The contrast in choice is staggering. Research from the Guttmacher Institute, the research arm of Planned Parenthood, illustrates that 73% of women choosing abortion cited the inability to financially provide for a baby. How many women choosing abortion because of financial reasons are unaware that adoption services are free for women who choose adoption for their unborn child? Additionally, do they know that living expenses, including food, clothing, housing, transportation, a cell phone, medical care, and counseling is all free of charge for the birth mother who chooses adoption? According to Planned Parenthood's website, the cost of an abortion at a health center ranges from $350 to $950 for an abortion in the first trimester, and that cost is higher for a second trimester abortion. So at an average cost of $500 and 332,757 abortions performed, Planned Parenthood brought in over $166 billion from performing abortions last fiscal year alone. So is it any surprise that more than 73% of women seeking abortion for financial reasons are not referred to an adoption agency? Or why there's only one referral for every 117 abortions? I told you that we were doing this because of the campaign, because yeah. we don't want people to do an abortion. Yeah, and it was like, I always thought it was like so underground because we had to like talk to a lot of people before it was like we were comfortable enough to even come and, and, and take a look at what it was. It was, then, it was weeks we were talking to each other about the adoption thing and they're very judged against the adoption process. People looked at us down. People, we still don't tell random people that we meet that we're giving our baby up for adoption because they look at us badly. It's a really hard thing to do. I just... But this this actually makes it really cool. Like not cool. I mean, it, it is what it is. No, it's a gift. It's but, a blessing. Yeah. It's but a it's gift. like a really transition that goes through. You know, and it's like, and it is us giving a gift to somebody else. And, and I can't take care of my kid. And, for and so, I I rather have somebody that can and will give it a good life. If you're dealing with an unplanned pregnancy and want more information about adoption, we are a local Arizona adoption agency. All the information provided in this blog regarding birth mother services are offered by our agency as we cannot speak for another agency and what they may or may not offer. We're available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112. That's 623-695-4112. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or just give you more information. Be educated about your unplanned pregnancy choice. Your baby's counting on you. With adoption, you are never alone. Choose life. Hashtag you before me. You can find the video we talked about earlier in the podcast of Kelly being interviewed on live TV concerning adoption versus abortion at azpregnancyhelp.com. You can also go there to look at our blogs and find out more about your options. It's azpregnancyhelp.com. My name is Rachel, and um, I'm six and a half months pregnant. And uh, kind of the reason I chose adoption is I've had six abortions in the past. I was planning on having an abortion with this child and a friend of mine. She was like, you know what, I know this agency called Building Arizona Families. Why don't you go through them? Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. And maybe this will be an opportunity for you to change your life, get off the street, and turn your life around and help somebody else in the process. So um, I decided to do that. And um, I have two other children. I have a 19-year-old son that I was going to have an abortion with. Um, I told my mom when I was seven months pregnant with him, I went to the abortion clinic and they told me I was too far along. My other child, um, my rights were severed 
four and a half years ago, so I don't have him either. When I came to Building Arizona Families, it just seemed like a really great place and everybody's really nice. And, and you know, people have asked me, why don't you keep this baby? Why are you giving this baby up? It's your child. How could you do that? And I, I just, I'm not ready, you know? And it wouldn't be fair, it's selfish of me to keep a baby that I can't take care of. I'm very happy with my decision and I don't listen to what people say about me being selfish or, you know, oh, that's not right, that's your child. How can you give away your child? Why would you not want to give your child an opportunity to have a better life? You can find out more about Hashtag You Before Me and the You Before Me campaign, as well as the Donna K. Evans Foundation at dkefoundation.com. That's dkefoundation.com. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by Ron Rains. We also want to thank Building Arizona Families, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the You Before Me campaign. A special thanks goes out to Grapes for letting us use their song I Don't Know as our theme song. We also want to thank Jason Shaw for letting us use the song Clouds. You can find Jason at audionautics.com. Check out our blogs on our website, azpregnancyhelp.com. Next time, we'll be talking about the benefits of adoption for the birth mother. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains. We'll see you then.